Okay, I think it's recording now. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, Fantastic. I can hear you. Now it started. Now it started. Okay. Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Nikos and this is Azure Triumphs, stories of people who succeed with Azure. Okay, well, uh, it goes like that. A few weeks ago, I created a, a post on LinkedIn where I wrote that I want to start a, a podcast. And uh, I asked my network, what should I say in the podcast? Uh, and the two options were to uh, to uh, take interviews from um, uh, people working uh, for Microsoft and are experts on Azure or uh, people who work with Azure and have success stories to share with us. And uh, the majority voted for um, uh, interviewing people who had success stories about Azure to share. And uh, I have a great, great uh, honor to have my very first guest, and this is no one else, um, Jona Andersson, which is a Microsoft MVP. Very happy to have you here, Jona, in my first yes, uh, yes. <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, uh, Nico, for uh, inviting me, and glad that you uh, you started this. It's a it's a good in initiative. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. Would you mind saying a few words about yourself? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is uh, Jonah Anderson. I am uh, from Sweden. And I work as an IT consultant uh, working with uh, cloud development, uh, C-sharp or .NET development, as well as uh, infrastructure uh, engineering uh, to Azure. And uh, aside from that, uh, as Nico mentioned, I am a Microsoft MVP for Azure, certified trainer and the founder and one of the community leaders of Azure User Group Sweden. Well, that's yes. what I call a heavy C. <laughs> that's yeah. just a shortcut version. I have like a several uh, several roles, <laughs> both on oh. the work-wise and also community-wise. And also, I forgot, I am also an author writing on my first book about of Asher, of course. <laughs> of course. So it's I, like I, I could clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did read uh, the seven first chapters, and ah, uh, I, I can I can say that. Uh, this book is fantastic for someone starting their journey in Azure, but even for people who already use it, there's a lot yeah. of information I didn't know in the book. Yeah. So grab That's it right. when it comes out. It's a good one. Yes, uh, this is my first book project, Learning Microsoft Azure, and then the subtitle is uh, Cloud, Develop uh, Cloud Computing and Development Fundamentals. And uh, there is a big motivation to that. That's another story, and you can ask it later, uh, Nikos. But uh, it's my first project, and I'm glad that uh, I'm more than halfway. And hopefully next year it will be published, and it will help uh, many people uh, in the IT industry that are still getting started in their journey to the cloud uh, or even in development with, with it, uh, migration and other stuff. Nice. Well, I'll grab your last sentence and I would like to ask you, how did you start your journey in the cloud? And especially yes. Azure. 
Yeah, that's uh, a great question, uh, actually. So uh, it actually started several years ago. So by in background, uh, as my tech, my background uh, in career wise and technical wise, I, I studied computer science in the Philippines. And then when I moved to Sweden, I decided to learn the Swedish language. Uh, this is, was about 11 years ago. And then after learning the language, I really want to follow my passion and dream to continue working as a programmer or developer. So I did study system development in both .NET and Java. And then uh, when I started working as an IT consultant, I got into and got involved into a cloud migration uh, project that uh, that required me to learn Azure. So I did some courses like uh, over six years ago, and I'm glad I got uh, landed in that uh, in this platform because since then I've I've I thought it was very interesting cloud platform, and there are a lot of opportunities to learn in different categories and different aspects. And I was in several projects with it as well. Okay, so in, in only uh, six years, you got from uh, starting with Azure to sharing your experiences with Azure. That's pretty good. Yes. It's not bad at all. Yes, and being an Azure MVP and talking about Azure to the public <laughs> and writing a book about it. So it's a very uh, short time achievement that I'm mm. proud at the same time, humbled. Well, you should be. As, yeah, mm. proud mm. in a way that I'm also humbled because uh, uh, I started with small beginnings and I wouldn't be where I am right now without the people uh, that are supporting me uh, behind my back and the community, of course. So mm. uh, there's a code, there's no, no one is an island. So you need, we need every person and there's a purpose why we connect. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a very right thing to say. I totally yes. agree. Uh, well, if we move to the main subject of the episode, a success story, uh, a successful Azure project, uh, which one would you pick? Of course, I understand that you might be bound by NDAs and stuff like that, so you don't need to get into details regarding the client and so. But um, could you maybe describe um, a project that you enjoyed the most? Uh, I think uh, I think <laughs> it's a it's an interesting question because uh, one of the biggest and major project that. I have was the cloud migrate first ever cloud migration project that I experienced in one, uh, in one of my previous IT consulting jobs and it I could say that it was a successful project uh in a way that um I was the only one uh who was leading that uh, project and it was a a, a project in which we have to move a legacy application, uh, a .NET uh, application to Azure. And it was not well documented. Uh, the code were like spaghetti code. Uh, I mean, uh, almost, uh, like 
about 15 developers had different styles in writing the back end of it. But to make the long story short, uh, we did all, I mean, I, which is doing the role of both developer, uh, architect, and uh, like designing the system, mm-hmm. had a lot of things to do from trying to do the lift and shift, uh, refactoring, and then mod- uh, modernizing that uh, migration. And at the end, it was a successful one. Uh, so I I even though it didn't make it to production, I find it as one of my successful projects because I conquered uh, everything, all mm-hmm. kinds of ways to to move to the cloud and the challenge uh, of moving that very old legacy application to solve uh, a problem. So I, I, I find that uh, interesting. So successful project doesn't need to be in production, right? <laughs> no, of course. I, I will ask you more about um, uh, those issues that you mentioned, but uh, yes, I'm just yes. curious, was it like a big monolith that you dis- that you tried to, to break into microservices and then move to the cloud? So it was like a two-in-one project? Uh, or did you is... just try to move the monolith to the cloud? Uh, it is actually a monolithic uh, project. Okay. So, yeah, super monolithic and super <laughs> old. I mean, it was in, uh, I believe, if I remember, uh, it was a monolithic project.NET 4.6 version or 4, to be honest, if I remember okay. it correctly. And this was like Azure App Services were new. Like, I think this was about, uh, about several years ago. And um, so we have um, really monolithic architecture. The back end, mm-hmm. the front end are in the same solution. Uh, the database, of course, is in uh, the traditional uh, SQL uh, server, uh, which was in, uh, I think it was SQL Server 2008 R2 uh, okay. server. And uh, really monolithic in the way that um, when you build uh, the code after any like feature changes, you literally there's no pipelines like what we have today. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I literally, as a developer, have to compile, build, publish, copy and paste those DLL files for that version from .NET, and then log into the virtual machine, which is like uh, Windows 2008 R2 then, and then put it in the web server and then restart this IAS server on the virtual machine oh, and then Really check old it. school. A really, really old school. And that kind of system was the project that I had. We, uh, I tried to help moving to the cloud, which is also the project and the reason why I am writing a book about Azure because I considered the project successful in a way that I myself, uh, who led uh, the project in trying to lift and shift, refactor and move to modernize it, it did work in Azure, but it did not make it to production because the client or the company itself uh, were not ready to move to the cloud. So Mm. it's a success for me, but maybe a failure or fiasco for them. And and I I I thought it was a learning experience in a way uh, that uh, I learned something from it in spite of the challenges. And what I learned in that project is that um, there is a need for an organization or anybody that's 
still in the beginning of their cloud journey, this education, this uh, preparedness uh, mentality, that it's not just moving this box of old stuff, uh, like old system into the cloud. You need to really like clean up the tech depth and a lot of stuff. You know how it is, you're an architect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly, yeah, well, it, yes. it, I do agree that uh, we do learn more at our projects than we do in any educational course or in any, any video or any uh, any training uh, of that kind. Um, yes. If you don't get your hands dirty yes. uh, in a real life scenario, you will never you will never get the real thing. Yes, so I do right. I do understand that. Yeah, yeah, learn by learn by doing and learning is not just about like doing what you've learned uh, uh, th in theory, but also part of the learning is uh, tackling problems and challenges. So that's what we do as developers or uh, cloud engineers, right? Uh, every day we solve <laughs> problems or we mm -hmm. build something. <laughs> and that's part of the job, which we like because it stimulates our brains. And that's what I like in the job that I do. I agree. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yes. that's about right, yeah. yeah. What was, the, what was the, the game changer like um, in, in Azure? Which modular, which component? Uh, did make the difference in the project. Uh, you you mean uh, yeah in that project yeah so we did the as mentioned we did different ways uh, almost all of the five R's of rationalization if you're gonna like research about like Azure migration for uh, legacy apps so we did the lift and shift uh, modernization but to answer to answer your question I think the most interesting part uh, in that. Uh, challenge was the game changer was being able to dare <laughs> I mean I mean throw those old system meaning everything didn't work uh, lift and shift uh, refactor and try to put it in a platform as a service or app service many less uh, code changes as possible but the game changer was starting from scratch uh, since all those steps didn't work. So the game changer was uh, like uh, using, like at that time we had uh, to start from scratch in .NET Core and then use the app service or pass platform as a service in Azure SQL instead of uh, okay. having on the old ones, yes. So it was <laughs> way more than uh, just a migration. You, you build it from scratch, kind of. Yeah, yeah, the third option. So yeah. we tried the lift and shift. It mm -hmm. doesn't work because uh, they think it's very expensive with the Azure VMs. And, um, and also uh, it was more work to do in, uh, like in hosting that old application to infra as infrastructure as a service. So mm -hmm. that's X. So next step, we tried uh, second try is to refactor all the code back and front end and clean up the database, try to do the tech depth, update the dependencies. And then we uh, hosted it as app service, but uh, it's a lot of errors and bugs and there were okay. a lot of technical depth. So to make the long story short, the last resort or try was to modernize it which means mm -hmm. that started from scratch. So designed the database as new, 
a new identity, new login system, a new look. So all of that, most of the work I did, I had a developer was like, uh, uh, like helping a bit with the decisions, but otherwise it was most I. <laughs> and then, yeah. So that was a learning experience. That's why even if it didn't make to the production, I find it as a successful Azure project, which actually motivated me and led me to uh, to me being an Azure MVP, sharing knowledge a lot about Azure because I saw the problem uh, of many there. So we need more Azure heroes like we do <laughs> in all organizations. That's fantastic. Uh, what would you find? Uh, what did you find most challenging technically? Like, which part of the application was the the hardest to to move to the cloud compared to on premises? Uh, I think uh, I think the most challenging. I don't think it's it's complicated or difficult to move to the an uh, an existing application. I think as long as it is like compatible the 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 framework the dotnet version for example all those things are checked i don't think it's uh it's uh complicated uh to just uh host it to azure but the most challenging part uh, in that journey was uh handling uh bugs and tech depths uh technical uh depth that came up when you when we try to host it in the cloud, so it's not like working because, uh, for example, uh, databases needs to be restructured. Uh, there were a lot of um, duplicate data that were used to be like test data from from okay, like so, many years ago. <laughs> so the app was already buggy and uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Under uh, under control. And it's just like, you know, uh, you've been in the industry for a while. There are like uh, systems that um, business just want to add features to it, like mm -hmm, put in mm -hmm. a new window to a building of without course. fixing the windows that are, or other rooms that are broken in that building. Yeah, and that's never detected. Well. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're patching, uh, patching with bandages, but the 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 injury is still there. Yeah. You're not really healing the injury, just like uh, any systems that are having challenges in migrating to cloud. So, uh, but moving to cloud doesn't mean you move everything to the cloud. There, are, as you know, there are options to do hybrid and uh, do containers as yeah. well. That's yeah. not something uh, a lot of people uh, seem to miss that uh, you don't have to use Azure for everything. Yeah. And there are still are things that uh, perform better on premises. Yes, you have to correct. use your common logic also. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At that time, in that journey, uh, containers were not popular. Then the only option that was available was like either use Azure VMs or, or a platform as a service back then. But after mm -hmm. like several years, like uh, past uh, five years, uh, it actually, Azure has actually excel accelerated a lot in the services that they offer to uh, many yeah, today. And it's true. very like interesting if you're, a, if you're a cloud engineer or a cloud architect like us, you really need to be in a jur with the technology that we have. We cannot learn everything, 
but we mm. can choose what to focus on uh, depending on what problem we are trying to solve. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, that's right. Uh, moving forward, if you mm. could do it from uh, again once more, what would you do differently? Uh, yes, that's uh, after the challenge part. What we could have done differently? Um, what? Uh, what? I, I think the biggest challenge that I had in that project was I was uh, I was alone in a way okay. that. I was alone in a way that it should have been a better team. And what could have been better first is that a plan, because uh, starting a project without a good plan and from different uh, sides of the team, like business, DevOps, and and developers, uh, it won't uh, it won't work uh, in that way. You might be wondering now, why is she doing that project alone? <laughs> you might be. Uh, I think it's because the uh, business decision. So they couldn't afford to add additional people in that project. So I was at that time, I was still starting my journey. So I was like meteor uh, developer or engineer and I already had that challenge. Uh, so that was the challenge. I think if I could do it differently today, I would go back to that uh, colleagues or project and make sure that all the cloud adoption framework and the well-architected framework and all the other options for Azure migration in the cloud, all those alternatives should be well-planned months ahead, carefully, even before we get our hands dirty on on those uh, cloud migration uh, steps. So, okay. yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. I and was recently. I have one more thing to add. Yeah, also, if I could go back and turn back time, I would, I would lend them a copy of my book. So, the, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a, this is my the reason why I'm actually motivated uh, in creating a book that is uh, not too advanced because I want to be inclusive to those that are still starting in their journey. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that's a great one. Yeah. And uh, if you have, if you had to pick one learning, one thing you learned from the project, and it could be the one you already mentioned that you, the things that you would do differently, but uh, what did you keep from the project? Like even technically? Uh, for what I learned uh, in that project is actually, technically, of course, I learned a lot because as you said, the more you solve problems, the more you get challenges, the more you uh, get better at it. And uh, that project led me to learn more about Asher and write a book about it today. Uh, I think uh, what I learned uh, more is that it is important that um, the cloud transformation or cloud uh, digitalization should be uh, should be starting from the top level down to developers or if we're ranking it that way it should be a collaboration with devops with business with everyone and everyone mm -hmm. should be prepared. So that one, that was my uh, biggest um, learning from that one. Uh, so it's very important. So next time, 
I mean, I'm in a, a cloud project, of course, right now. So if next time, if I were to do, uh, I will be involved in a cloud migration journey for a legacy apps, I would uh, do it completely different. Uh, it will be more focused in preparation. Okay, okay. That's an interesting experience. Uh, anything else you would like to, to add on that specific project? Uh, nothing, uh, actually. Uh, I'm just uh, thankful to be able to gather learning from that experience and share about it to those, mm -hmm. uh, to the public who might be mm -hmm. uh, experiencing challenges in their cloud. And that's the reason why you and I, Nikos, are here in the community also. We're here to uh, share knowledge and share experience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the the one thing that I keep from uh, your experience is that uh, even projects that uh, do not meet their uh, big goal uh, have a lot to teach us and uh, everything mm -hmm. is worth trying. Yes, uh, that's mm -hmm. correct. So that's uh, that's my success. Success Azure project uh, journey <laughs> that made me uh, super passionate about the, that technology. <laughs> Great. So what are you working now on? Uh, what's your ah, focus right now? Yeah, I am actually, uh, like, as I mentioned, I work as an uh, IT consultant. And uh, aside from my book project, of course, uh, in my job or roles that I do, so I do a lot of, uh, we're in the cloud uh, journey as well. So soon uh, in the coming sprint, we will be moving to production and it's a very, I cannot disclose a lot, but uh, I've been working. It's you. it's a full uh, cloud native project that I'm enjoying to work with both uh, cloud development, DevOps, and uh, Azure infrastructure. So, um, so yeah, it is exciting. But what I can share is we're doing infrastructure as code at least, uh, also for <laughs> for our infrastructure, and that's to prepare us for. Uh, you know, the purpose of uh, automation through infrastructure is that you will be able to like easily uh, speed up and create your resources uh, in a few minutes. And you don't have to worry that uh, that your resources or your apps are gone because you can just recreate it anytime in your infrastructure. Yeah. yeah, well, today it is almost unthinkable to do anything else. You have to yeah. provision anything. Uh, but uh, yeah. a few years ago, it was a true luxury to to have it in your project. Yes, yeah, that's right. So I'm really excited about it. Um, if we look back to what I told you about the that old project I had, one of the old ones, I had to do everything manual. So now, like, there's a lot of options for like event-driven or automation and infrastructure. Uh, options as well so everything can be created in schedule uh, so there's mm -hmm. it's exciting so yeah mm -hmm. a lot of things has changed for the past uh, past years uh, last five years and can you imagine how much more in the next five ten years in oh. this field <laughs> I, I really I really can't I really yeah. can't imagine yeah yes but speaking of the future what are you doing next and I know that you are a public speaker also I think you yes. missed to mention that 
So yeah, um, that too, that too. Yes, yes. I mean, so plans where, for the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my plans is like, uh, hopefully next year my book uh, is out and published. And uh, I really hope uh, that's for a book as an author. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope that the project, the book project will be published. And I look forward that many uh, people around the world will be able to take inspiration from it and from my story uh, because of um, my motivation for that. But otherwise, uh, future-wise in my career, I, 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 I plan to keep doing what I do and create opportunities to keep learning uh, in the community uh, as well, like uh, my user group, Azure User Group Sweden. And mm. also I'm a co-host of another podcast called um, Extend Women in Tech. So so that's also uh, things that uh, I do, but otherwise uh, some public speaking from time to time. So that's, uh, that's what I do otherwise, mm-hmm. yes. Uh- that's fantastic. Uh, I really admire your um, your passion and uh, the way you share your knowledge. Uh, it really helps a lot. Um, yeah. Me and many Thank others. You. I'm very yeah. sure about that. Thank you so much, Nico. And uh, <laughs> I I I believe it or not, I'm I was actually not uh, uh, not super confident in public speaking, uh, even in speaking in general, uh, because. Uh, years ago, when I was younger, I'm scared of being in the crowd or being in the center of attention. But that oh. changed when I uh, I think uh, years ago here in Sweden, I was teaching kids programming and I saw that there's this lack of um, uh, of female or girls interested in what I do, uh, like comp- computer or tech or programming. So that kind of triggered my uh, inside of me that I should be a role model. And being a role model uh, out there for others that are younger than me, it means that I have to break the barrier of being out in the public. So uh, my first public speaking experience was about like uh, four, five, six years ago. I don't know exactly, <laughs> but it was uh, an uh, an opportunity to, it, this is in Sundsvall, where I was asked to share my tech story, how I got into tech and what I do in front of, I think, 200 uh, students, uh, in, like elementary students here in Sundsvall. And that wasn't Swedish. Uh, that mm-hmm. back then I wasn't so good at it, but it didn't. It it did went well. And when I succeeded, that small baby step of public speaking, uh, that gave me the confidence to uh, go small steps forward until now, where I am today, uh, traveling and speaking uh, in conferences around the world, uh, outside Sweden at least. As I said before, your progress is admirable. Uh, yeah, you are a role model to me. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's uh, <laughs> nice to nice to hear that, and I, I hope that uh, our listeners also listening to this will also be inspired by uh, my story or your story, Nico, and will reach out uh, as well. So I think my 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 uh, motto is that. 
uh, after all the experiences I have in life is to dare uh, follow your passion and dreams and be brave uh, in everything. So don't let anyone or anybody or any situation stop you in doing what you want to do and take every uh, challenge, even problems, uh, an opportunity to learn every day. Very inspiring words. Yes, Very yes. Words. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's from the heart. <laughs> I do <laughs> from believe experience. that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and just the last question now yeah, yeah, uh, great. For, for all the listeners who, who heard you and uh, are now so inspired. How can they contact you? How can they ask for advice? Like yeah. I did. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, those that are listening to me are uh, are welcome to reach out to me on my Twitter. I have uh, CJ Kodere mm-hmm. and on LinkedIn. I am uh, Jonah Anderson. I think Nikos will share the podcast description and links later. Not and uh, otherwise, uh, I am. I have a website or a blog. Uh, maybe not so updated course, every yeah. day, but uh, JonahAnderson.tech. <laughs> yeah. And if you're interested to read my book, uh, I actually offer or not offer. I'm not selling anything. I I can uh, I can share uh, a free access to read my book and uh, any feedback uh, for improvement or even. Saying hi, saying hi, and say that the book has helped you and learned something. That's uh, something that I appreciate. So, if you're interested to read my book, let me know or reach out. And thank That's you, Nico, awesome. for having me. I'm glad to be fantastic. able to 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 speak with you about uh, different things, pretty casual, and it's great. <laughs> I couldn't have picked a better guest. <laughs> yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, and. Um... <laughs> Yeah, let us be the uh, the final words for this episode. Yes, uh, I mean you're asking me. I thought I did the final words already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, final words. Yes, those were the final words. Yes, thank you so much, uh, everyone, and even Nikos for having me. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye.